man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the Movie Moron, and this is the Movie Moron Podcast. Uh, I am Easton. I am your host. With us, as always, is Trevor, our practical co-host. <laughs> That's me. You've been thinking about that all week, huh? I Yes, I thought of it two days ago, <laughs> oh. and I was like, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, because it's on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the most popular song in the movie. Oh. Yeah. Who are you? This is our all-time guest, Tristan. Thank you. Um, Sorry for the late episode. Uh, I was real busy uh, watching and celebrating my team win the Super Bowl. Who is that again? And that is the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm wearing a few of their attires. I was going to say, I couldn't tell from your (laughs) get-up. Uh-huh. I went to go see if there was a Super Bowl. The more recent Super Bowl we won hat at Rally House, but they don't have them yet. And I won't get my Super Bowl jersey um, until May. Dang. And I ordered it, like, probably 10 minutes after we won. <laughs> Jeez. Like I did last time. Um, but, yeah, so just a busy weekend because uh, I had uh, – well, I didn't have to, but I did drive up uh, and watch it with some friends and partied and that kind of stuff. Um, and so it was very hard to watch a new movie. Um, well, and, and we then Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah, so we watched yeah, Magic Mike V-Day. on Monday. Um well, they watched all the Magic Mikes this weekend. That's true. And then I stepped in at the very <laughs> yeah. end to just watch the movie we're doing today, which is Magic Mike, uh, The Last Dance, uh, on Monday. And I think somebody had, one of us had plans had Monday thing, night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we couldn't record. And then Tuesday's Valentine's oh, Day. So uh just didn't really work out. But we're here on Wednesday. This will be released uh, for you to listen uh, Thursday morning. So, or whenever. Whatever, <laughs> whenever you want. Um, but uh, yeah, the movie we're doing is Magic Mike: The Last Dance. If you haven't seen the other ones, uh, I mean, I made them watch the other ones just for context. And um, but you can at least listen to us talk about general thoughts, and we'll kind of we can kind of talk about a little bit of all of them if you'd like. Um, since it's brand new to both of you, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and this movie, and you guys can decide if it's something you want to watch or not. So, what were your general thoughts on first the Magic Mike universe, um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, this movie in general? So much gyration. No. What was it? What do you? I want to know. Is it what you expected? No, not me. Good. No. Good. No, I thought it. This the first two especially are significantly deeper than I thought they would be. The which ones? The the two previous, uh, Magic Mike and then XXO. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um, or I guess Double XXO if you want to say it that way. No, I I really enjoyed XXO a lot. Um, there's a lot of conversation about like being who you are and not letting other people like enforce their opinions on you or sure. what they think you should be. Um, I, I, and with both genders, I mean, I know this movie kind of got. I remember when it came out getting. I don't know. I don't know if flack is the right word, but I remember people being like, "Oh, it's just it's Channing Tatum stripping on stage." And while that is pleasant to watch, um, I, there is a lot more to it on both sides of of the gender pool, I guess. Yeah. Um, of like what it even there's even some conversation in the second one about like what it means to be a woman in your older age or even in your younger age, and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I I really was not expecting, and I thought was really great. And then, yeah, I really enjoyed the second one a lot. Only the second one? The first one was good. It's the same thing. Um, a little bit more like focused on him. Yeah, and I think the first one is also much more of a... Um, it leans into what like the thing is mm-hmm. of just male strippers. It yeah. leans into that much more than the second and the third one. Yeah. Like the second and third, like in my opinion, now I watched some of the first one with you, mm-hmm. bits and pieces of Double uh, XL with Tristan, and then, of course, the new one. Yeah. Um, first one seems much more of like a almost sexy drama. Yeah. In a, in a way. Second yeah. one is more of a comedy kind of thing. Yeah. And then the third one goes back to kind of its drama roots, but with less sexiness. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe not less sexiness, but it's definitely less like male sex gyration forced in your face kind of thing. 
uh, no penis pumps, um, <laughs> no schlongs behind uh, curtains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you get all that in the first one, which is hilarious. Yeah. But uh, I think the third one takes itself a little bit more serious yeah. than than the first. But I think it's all in all fun. Sure. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, Tristan. Um, I don't know if I should have let you watch these because <laughs> who knows if you're attracted to me anymore. So, um, well, what did you think of getting thrown into the thrusts and the male stripping and the um, sex with clothes on? Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, she did one and two back to back. Yeah. On Saturday before the Super Bowl. Um, definitely, I like the drama of the first one a lot. I like, well, okay, there were just, there are just things in these movies that make me really mad, mm. but, like, overall, it's, like, fun, enjoyable, yeah. but there are just, like, parts of it that I'm like, this is so irritating, it's, I think about those things for, like, too long, if that makes sense. Yeah, I have something in the third one that's similar, so. Yeah. Well, like I was telling you yesterday of like, it's annoying to me how the sex industry is always focused on females, like whether it's talking about female strippers or it's talking about male strippers, like females are always the center of it, which is weird to me. Because, like, if it's a female stripper, oh, yeah, female empowerment, you can do whatever you want, you can make money you know like sex work is fine it's still real work you shouldn't be ashamed whatever but then on the opposite side of that yeah it's the the males are viewed as sleazy for going to strip clubs and and viewing yeah. only fans and doing those kinds of things um but then the women are always empowered for being in those places of work and then you switch it females that go to male strip clubs that's empowering that's uh, exploring your sexuality and be yeah. sexually open and, and explore those feelings and stuff. And then the males are shamed for being like a dirty stripper. So it's like on both sides of the aisle, the women are getting the praise and the men are getting all of the, the scumminess. Yeah. And that's a big thing with porn actors too, is male porn stars are usually not even like, you don't know who they are, but they're also like, they don't get paid any money. They're treated like shit. And then the women are the ones that make all the money and blah, blah, blah. So it's like in every industry, it's the women that get the praise and the. Yeah. So throughout all of these movies, but mostly in the second one, how, oh, all you, you women are queens. You deserve to be like a queen. You deserve to feel amazing, whatever. That whole concept just really irritates me. And I don't like it and I don't agree with it. Yeah. And that was also a, a huge phase at the moment, I think, when that came out. Yeah. That was when like the. The Slay Queen stuff, I'm I think, sure, was on yeah. its rise. Mm -hmm. So I think it was really pandering. And it's still a thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think the kings have become a meme and butted their way in there. Um, <laughs> at least on Twitter and stuff. You see the, you drop this king and stuff like that. Yeah. But. Yeah. What? Oh, I was going to say, I liked it. I, it's the king stuff. I liked because we do get that conversation early on where they are. She does. I mean, she Jada Pinkett Smith's character is referring to every, all the women as queens. But when she introduces each new male stripper at the mm. end, she calls them King Mike, King mm. whatever, and it, it that felt more. And and I don't I know I don't know how that translates to the real world and like how much of like a real world lens to look yeah. at that with, but at least in the context of the movie, I was like, okay, like it's both. But yes. my problem is, through like when they went to her mansion or whatever, it's like all these women. Can you imagine if that was the opposite? If there were female strippers and there were a bunch of males there. That would not be like a cool place to be. You wouldn't be like taking your friends like, oh, let's go, you know, go to this place. That would like the men that went there would be considered gross. So it just makes me so upset Yeah, that it's so praise for women to. Yeah. And, and I don't I don't think and maybe Tristan can think differently. I don't think the movie itself necessarily puts like a negative connotation to strippers, male strippers. Yeah. It's just that's our worldview so far. And then this movie does a really like it tries very hard to 
uh, role reverses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so, but it's not doing a. It's not doing a like. It's not like making all these strippers sound like bad people. I guess other than the first one, Matthew McConaughey, which I forget (laughs) um, that he was the bad guy until you told me. But because I I don't remember other than just thinking these are just stupid, fun, sexy movies that like you assume are gonna be like I don't know maybe as a woman they're way sexier, but for me they're just like it's just funny, sexy, Mm. like. I'm not attracted to these. Like, obviously, they are attractive males, but I'm not attracted to them. So, to me, it's just funny watching them in G-strings and assless chaps. And I see... I've never thought Channing Tatum was cute, as I said before on the podcast. But I see why people like him. Because his personality is great. He does have a great personality. And you really saw that in these movies, I think. And I think the first movie is loosely based off of Channing Tatum, so... If you guys didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a male stripper before he came into the film industry. So I think it's not like a direct one-on-one. It's not a biopic, but I think He's not the guy that got into drugs and... Maybe. uh, Roofied the girl or whatever. I have no idea. I don't know his whole life story. Roofie himself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, I do think it's funny that they uh, kind of have a sex trafficking... uh, tactic in the stripper world i mean in the first one it kind of shows you that maybe I, they they befriend somebody and mm-hmm. become friends with them and then they oh. slowly draw them into the industry and then yeah. show how much money you can make by doing this yeah. and then because our first like non-stripper character in the first movie is mm-hmm. just a random dude yeah mm-hmm. th- that they find at a bar that's i mean it's not like le- it's a very uh <laughs> There are prostitutes that that's how they get prostitutes. Sometimes. Oh, I get what you're saying. That's what pimps do. I pimps get what go you're to clubs. Saying. They they party. They buy the oh, women I've drinks. I've read a lot about the sex. Yeah, uh, and they 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 get you to come in and like they, like you're not doing sex right away. You're just although for women it's typically they're lured in by the idea of love. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, it, I think it's funny they took that kind of similar approach yeah. Um, in the first movie. And this is the first time I'm really thinking of it that way. Because mm-hmm. I, I saw the first the whole first half with you, and that was mm-hmm. kind of the big part was yeah. getting him into the strip, which was funny. The strip. I, I do think it was, like, it's obviously funny, and I think it's a good plot stuff. But it's just he funny it kind of how it's was making me so mad. Yeah. What about his sister? We're not even talking Only about sometimes. the okay. last dance yet. No, <laughs> but I think I think that's enough talking about. It. Yeah. Are you guys okay. Sure. Sure. Um, but okay, good. That's your guys's thoughts on the uh, first two, and now we can talk about uh, without spoiling uh, <laughs> the last dance. Um, what was your specific non-spoily general <laughs> thoughts? On how they finish, because I think this is the last one. I think this yeah. is supposed to be. I mean, they call it the last dance. If there's another last dance, that's dumb. So, I the last dance too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last uh, dance XXL. <laughs> I, I was pretty disappointed in this. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, I felt like almost every avenue that we, that they took, we had seen before in the previous two entries. That's kind of fair. And I. Especially the my biggest problem with it, I think, is, um, I think there's a I, like I said before about the second one. It, that one's probably my favorite, just because of what I talked about. Sure. Um, I feel like that is presented a lot more subtly, and and it's presented more as a conversation rather than we're gonna shove it down your throat. <laughs> yeah. But in this third one, especially the last big because all these all these movies except for the first one finish with finishes with a big show at the yeah. end uh this third one really is heavy-handed in like what it's trying to get across and like uh how how you this should make how these kind of things should make you feel and it's okay to want everything and it's it's strange to me, and it it was it came off really cheesy and heavy handed after seeing it done so well in the last one. Yeah, so I think kind of what you're saying is what Tristan dislikes about the whole thing mm-hmm. of his just has a very heavy handed like I don't know feminist movement behind it kind of 
I don't even know if that's the case because I like that. I like that in the second one, but in the third one, it's no, it's, it's like that. That there is no s- s- like they just say yeah they, everything. Like, yeah, it, there is no like we're doing this to make women that come see the show empowered. It's like we're we're telling you every single point of why this is important for women right without like and it's like yeah yelled at you right exactly and i think that's some of the issues it sounds like that tristan's had throughout this of like a we're spending all this time trying to do the female empowerment thing yeah with like there's no like there's no duality to it it's yeah yeah or feels very one-sided right Maybe I'm speaking for both of you, but it kind of <laughs> sounds like that's what I'm piecing together. And I have a little bit of that. Not I don't think like I don't think it's too much. We'll, we'll get into it. Spoilers. Sure, sure. But I can definitely see that and how. Yeah, I I think they also had a really good I think they had several good opportunities to let Channing Tatum and maybe he didn't want to do this movie. I don't know. I maybe kind of get that vibe a little bit, but. I think there were a lot of opportunities where he could have really kind of stolen the show and, and this could have been like a really good send off for him and this character. Uh, however, they, it, the, the entire story route they took, I was just not expecting and didn't feel like it was super well managed or even well presented. But so yeah, this the the final entry in in the Magic Micaverse <laughs> has kind of has kind of left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Hmm. But yeah. how old are the Channing Tatum and that girl? I feel like she's a lot older than him. I'll look up Channing Tatum. Uh, look Salma up. Hayek. Sure. She's fifty six. He is forty two. So I thought. Which they were <laughs> definitely going for a uh, older boss ass bitch. Yeah, the, the a sugar younger. mama. Yeah, you said that to me in the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which we should address. Uh, if you go watch this movie in theaters, you will have oh rowdy crowds. One hundred percent. Of um, middle aged women. We had a group of middle aged <laughs> women. Probably right married. In front of us, probably all married that were having a fun time, <laughs> especially like, for the first what? act. Yeah. Um, there's some sexual healing going on <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's some hooping and hollering and there's some stuff around that too. Like just throughout the movie, you yeah. hear some, <laughs> <laughs> I, for you guys listening, it's the fanning and the, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I, um, yeah, I had a, I, it was, I was the only male in the audience. And so were you. No, no. We had a couple behind us. Really? Yeah. 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 There and was one couple. I there thought was you, a, I thought you were the only guy. No, there was, there was one couple that, um, a there man, was a girl that came by herself. Yep. Yes, there was, uh, a man that bit the <laughs> bullet like, for you, <laughs> a man that bit the bullet and came and watched it with his girlfriend. Um, yeah. I'm the one that actually took Tristan this time, so I can't say anything, <laughs> That's but true. I assume, <laughs> I assume his girlfriend dragged him through this. Yeah. But yeah, I saw it on Monday. At one in the afternoon, and I was the only guy, and there were a dozen older than sixty mm. women, and yeah, they were they were having a good time, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. Like yeah, I, good for I, you. Get out there. <laughs> I mean, that's that is a reason why this movie is made. Let's not like beat around the bush. The movie is made for uh, women. <laughs> Let's not sugarcoat it. Sex sales, baby. It may or may not be sexually repressed. I want to see some hot guys dance. Yeah. And don't want to go to a strip club. So they watch Magic Mike instead. There you go. Tristan's scarred for life. No, I'm just I'm just in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's what we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um well, um, do you want me to? Do you want to say your general thoughts of this movie, or do you want me to go? I I can't right now. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, I thought it was a fine installment. Um, I do feel like the first two are a little bit stronger. Um, I, I think the main reason is because of our other protagonist. I'm not a fan of her character at all. Yeah. Um, she is highly annoying throughout the film, um, and really takes away from Channing Tatum the, for the entire time. Um, which 
I mean, if there was some back and forth there, I would have been more okay with it. But it's a she's the front runner and is acting like she's giving power and he's really just kind of being a sub the entire time. Yeah. Which is just very odd, very I don't I feel like it's counter to his character yeah. from the first two movies. Um and so I just didn't really like that. There are things that I very much do like. I do like um the setting change um and how that kind of happened. Um, I think all that's fine. I absolutely hate the narration behind the movie. I do too. Also, that, that it would. Am I allowed to say who it was? Uh, yeah, that's fine. It was the the one, girl. Uh, Why uh, would you have a yeah. a teenage girl yeah. narrating this movie? Yeah. When I found out it was her, I was like, Ew. yeah. Um, and I think it. I think it does explain why it is her and why she's doing it later on. Yeah. Um. However, I still think it was just a bad choice. Yeah. Um, to I'm have like, you're not even allowed to watch this full movie. Which it does get into that too. Show. It gets into that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like it's. I just there's no reason for it. It like it adds nothing to yeah. the film at all. I mean, you start the movie off with a narration about uh, Chad and Tam's life over the last uh, ten years or whatever since the last movie, and all of that is retold to you within the first ten minutes mm-hmm. through how a movie should tell you a backstory through normal dialogue, <laughs> through conversations with the people around them and how they act and what they're, why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. So they do what you should do. I thought when I heard it first, I was like, Oh, they're just being lazy ass motherfuckers and just <laughs> putting in a narration of like why he's doing this thing right now and why he's not doing this over here and why he's not all of this. But then they're not lazy. They do all of the things you should do as a movie to explain how a character from this movie got to this point. But they just also had a narration. And every time a narration came on, I'm like, I don't I don't want to hear this. And it's not the problem is it's just not adding anything. Narrations are very hard to perfect Mm -hmm. uh, and they should be used very seldomly like. I don't know. It's like Lord of the Rings uses one at the very beginning of uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. They never use it again. Yeah. It was there and it was done. And it was supposed to be like an. Uh, it began with the forgings of the yeah. great rings. It's supposed to be like a um, a prologue. Yeah. Um, and it's needed. Yeah. This prologue is not needed. <laughs> and the intermission. I mean, I do. I. I don't know what everyone's thought about that, but like also the narrations throughout the film were all dumb. And then the epilogue was, I thought equally as not needed, but um, I think that's most of my thoughts. I said a lot of negative things. I still had a fun time. Um, I think that's, I think that's the major point is that it is fun. Um, It does get, I don't know. I don't even know if it really gets awkward at times. Like uh, at this point, like I know, like I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the movies, you should know what you're getting into, where you're just gonna see male bodies in underwear, yeah, moving around, and that's fine. It's whether you're attracted to them or not, just know you're, what you're getting into, and yeah, booty, 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 rocking every way out. There weren't even a whole lot of booties in this one, just abs, yeah, and thighs, not even dicks. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> Get it together, Magic Mike series. <laughs> Not a single elephant trunk thong. I mean, come <laughs> on. What are we even doing? Guess it's not 2001 anymore. When was it made? The I original? The first one came out in like 2010. Oh, really? I think. 10? It was a while ago. I thought it was later than that. Uh, second one came or out earlier in than that. 2015. First one came out in 2012. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. We were in high school. That sounds about right. I guess. <laughs> Sophomores in high school. You're probably senior, maybe freshman in college. Freshman in college, yeah. Yeah. I do remember this coming out when I was in high school. That really makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> because like everybody was like it was like a fun like everyone was making fun of it. Mm. I don't like, remember it until uh my mom's friend told me that she went to go see it and she was excited. <laughs> I remember a lot of people talking when XXL came out because yeah, yeah. people were talking about all of the vegetables. That's the one that I was talking oh. about. 
the vegetables in the theater, the cucumbers and the what? People were masturbating in theater. <gasps> oh. No, they weren't. Women. Yeah. Well, do you think it was men? Well, maybe. <laughs> I guess that's true. Gay men. It's easier. That's true. But the vegetables in the theater. <laughs> That was just. It, a, I don't even know what was stupid. Was that I imagine like a giant cucumbers and things like just. I was just in picturing the, in people oh. bringing <laughs> them in. Um, I don't know if any of that was true. That was just articles that were coming out on like Twitter and stuff when XXL What's came out. What's that? Buzzfeed. Oh, <laughs> that was that would have been around that time, 2013 to 15. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tristan, what were your thoughts on the last of I, the Last of Us? <laughs> All the tears, but no, uh, on the last dance. Magic Mike, last, last dance. dance. Um, yeah, I get what you guys are saying. I, I guess I agree. I like that there were sections of the sexy time. So then, that's true. I yeah. could get over with that and then move on with the story. <laughs> she says that, but her eyes were wide open and glued on the screen during all the. Because sexy I was time. like, "Is this even allowed?" Did, did I, I was actually just, I actually here? wasn't watch I actually wasn't watching her. I don't know if she was. And she just she just I thought you were talking about when I was like this. Here's what I gotta know. <laughs> did a catnap happen? No. No. There were no catnaps. No catnaps. I did this not. Time. Nope. So would you say it was fully captivating? I don't know about fully <laughs> captivating. She I stays don't awake like being during, put on the spot. She stays awake during weird movies, okay? Infinity Pool. That's true. Couldn't <laughs> fall asleep. Matchup Mike. Couldn't fall asleep. Um, Puss in Boots. There were also women asleep. hollering in the theater, so yeah. that was exciting for them. Um, what else? Okay, yeah, it was it was fine. I, I mean, it wasn't great. I think I probably liked the other ones better. I wish that the other friends were in it. I that yeah. was like I was waiting till spoilers, but yeah, that was a really there's big a blow. there's a very yeah. There's oh, a is very that a spoiler? I don't know if it's I'm a spoiler. Sorry. No, I mean like you could just look at it. About and, it. and if you watch the trailer, I'm sure you saw it too. But okay. there's a very minimal impact of of the people in the earlier films. Yeah. Like they are quote unquote in the movie, but they are not major contributors at all. Well, and I do wonder if that's just because they didn't really want to be in it. Maybe. I would assume so. One of the characters looks so they, he's on a video call with them. Yeah, and one of the characters wow, looks spoilers. I'm sorry. One of the characters looks not happy to be there, and then when he finally talks, he's very pleasant. And I was like, "What is happening?" Like, could just be his face. It could be. Yeah, and, and that was the Some worst Zoom call I have ever seen in I'm my a, entire yeah. life. I don't know if that was purposeful or not, but yeah, yeah. I hated it. I don't know why they had to. They're in the pandemic a, mention. Yeah. Um, just his business wasn't doing well. Yeah. I think, that's I think it was thing. just like a, he probably like tried to start a business before well, the he's, pandemic. He's got the furniture thing in the second one. That's, I think that's what they were talking about. Yeah. I thought. And, and so then the pandemic hit and a lot of small businesses yeah. went belly up. Right. So I think people that's, don't want custom furniture when you can't go, can't leave your house. When you can't buy toilet paper. Custom <laughs> furniture is the last thing you're thinking of. So I think maybe that's why. That's fair. But it it and thankfully it just says it once as kind of like an offhanded comment, and then it's not really brought up again. Yeah, it's just said in like the first what ten fifteen minutes right. for that first like set piece, and then that's about it. So yeah, um, I I won't say that. There was a okay. first conversation in the first act that was absolutely hilarious, but okay. <laughs> what? Well, I'm just saying, like, there was there was a uh, really good, yeah. funny conversation. I can't wait to hear what it was. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I don't have anything else to say about this one. You guys got anything? Nope. Okay. Well, um, I guess we can move on to our... Um, our sponsored recommendation. Our sponsored recommendation by... Uh, sponsored by LunaFest. Um, it is a... I mean, hey, maybe this is fitting. Maybe it's not. But a uh, woman-led um, and woman-spotlighted uh, uh, film night, basically, um, at uh, the Orpheum Theater on um, – why do I not have any of this in front of me? I'm so sorry <laughs> to them. Um I just pulled up a trailer. That is not what I want right now. 
thank you so much. Okay, on March eighth, um, yes, it is. Uh, it starts uh, technically at six o'clock, where they'll have a cocktail hour, and you can kind of talk to the uh, female um, directors and all the people that put it on and such. Um, and then uh, there will be a ninety-minute screening of, I think, nine film, seven short films. Um, like I said, all women-led. Um, I assume mostly women directed, but nonetheless, it's just an event that they're putting on in Wichita. So if you're in the Wichita area, uh, go check out their event page. Um, you can look it up at uh, girlsontherunks.org/lunafest, or you can just go to our um, description and you'll find a link there. Um, just supporting local stuff. Um, we 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 love watching um, local stuff. Uh, as you've seen on the podcast before. It's true. Um, and so if you guys want to support them, um, go uh, watch that and see a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, it does say that recommended age is 13 and above. So I um, thought I'd put that out there. Tickets are only $35. Um, and uh, the proceeds do go towards the uh, girls on the run K, um, KS. So yeah, <laughs> well that's the website is KS. Right, so, right. um, so it's 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 also a fundraiser thing for um something that's women led. So, yeah. um, that is the sponsored uh, recommendation. So, what do you guys recommend? No. Oh, <laughs> do you recommend any Magic Mike movie? Yeah, I think I think the first and second one are solid. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, mom I recommendation? No. Absolutely yes, one hundred percent. Every mom oh my should go watch this. No, get horned up I and then so go home to your husband. This movie, it wasn't bad, but also just beware. And really, that's good advice for all of us for anything, isn't it? Just, just be aware. I mean, you do need to be aware if you're going to watch these. You are going to see. You got to know what you're getting yourself into. Silhouettes of penises. You are going to see flopping of dicks and butt cheeks and abs. Some banana hammocks. And banana hammocks and um, making out and sex scenes and. Some real good looking dudes. And some good looking dudes and some uh, Some Neanderthal looking dudes. But. He is a monster Big. of a man. Yes. He's, he's huge. <laughs> yeah. With a 12-inch cock. So um, just be aware that that is a thing that you will see. Um, but I I don't know. I don't know if it's really – it's not an easy recommendation. Yeah. Um, but it's a uh, – it they are – I they are legitimately just fun, stupid watches. So I recommend it for that. I mean, they're just – none of them are – I don't think – None, I don't think any of them are like bad movies. They're all just really fun. They're all tight. They're a minute or an hour and 45 minutes long, maybe. Um, and you have fun the entire time. Um, I think the only one that has bad quote unquote plot holes is the third. Um, the other ones all feel tight enough. And I feel like the only reason why the third one had plot yeah, holes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I do pretty much recommend um and if you're gonna watch the first two then i don't think the third one is so bad that you shouldn't go watch it so if you've watched the first and the second i do think that you should go watch the third one because it's still in the realm and still has um some funny scenes and some good parts to it um there are just maybe some things that annoy me more than the rest um okay so that's it for our uh luna fest sponsored recommendations um we are going to take a short little break, and then we'll get straight into the spoilers of The Last Dance. All right, and we are back after that short little break. And now we're going to get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen any of the Magic Mike movies or Magic Mike The Last Dance, we will be spoiling things. It's not like it's a heavy spoiler movie. However, if you're worried about spoilers, now's the time to pause and go or not go watch Um Imagine Mike the Last Dance. The first two are on HBO Max. If you would like to watch the first two, that is how we watch them. It's true. Also, we're back. Yes. Okay. So, um, well, I guess uh, the the spoiler thing that I had that was uh, right off the bat yeah, from the movie. Yeah. I'll just start there. Um, the woman 
the fiance that got the lap dance from Shannon Tatum in the cop conversation. That recognized him? You yeah. didn't like that? Uh, no, no. I was saying that was funny. Oh, yes. yes yeah. It was. yeah. It was good. Um, I do kind of dislike the dishonesty there between um, husband and wife. Yeah. Uh, I thought that it was like, a, I don't want to embarrass you for saying this, so I'll tell you in private after we're done with this conversation. Mm, no, I think... That's what I think it I is. I think the wife was definitely like, I don't think my husband would be okay if this guy legitimately gyrated all over my body the night before we got married. Oh, that's fair. I forgot it was that. Yeah. yeah and okay. so... Um, I do dislike that as a husband, yeah. but uh, it was really well-written and funny as a scene in a kind of like a skit of a husband and wife and a wife, how do I know you? And then it was, uh, oh yeah, you were a cop and like how they played that off <laughs> and how Channing Tatum also played into it. I thought that yeah, was yeah. all really funny. So I thought it started mm-hmm. off really strong. Yeah. Um, and really the movie in general, I think actually started off other than the narration started <laughs> off fairly strong. Cause, uh, even then you get into the whole <laughs> dance with the elderly lady mm-hmm. and, uh, makes sense. Um, it does make sense. Yeah. And, um, I don't, I, that was not where I had issues with the movie. It was more in the second or third act than, than that tell um, us more well tell it, more, it was just the more. fact that i found her extremely annoying um because one she just never tells him what the job is i think that was kind of pointless and um, he's annoyed too and that so i guess it kind of makes sense but then she makes him this director because she believes that he has the passion and the ability to create and stir up this emotion in women and that they should feel this but then he never actually gets any kind of power to actually do what he wants to do as a director. She oversteps every single start a part of the process and tells him what he should be doing the entire time. And every time he's like set something up, she walks in and says, you should be doing this instead. And he just bends over backwards for her. And that's not, I don't, I feel like that was not in line with his character in the first two movies. And it doesn't make sense for it to happen now. And if he's, in love with this fact that he's a director of this thing that can make change, but then he has no backbone the entire time. I also don't like that. And if the whole reason why she loves him is because she can, he can stir up an emotion. Why can't she step the fuck back? I mean, all of that. I mean, it happened throughout from the start of the process to the end. She wasn't, she was always overstepping and like telling him what to do as the director until She's like gives up and he writes the last act. Um, other which is, than which that, which is still what she wanted, yeah, because yeah. he, yeah, he he talks all the time about how he, he doesn't want to dance and she says, No, no, you should, and then that's what yeah. he ultimately ends up doing, yeah. And it's a just reenactment of what he of wanted what we just to do, watch the past two hours, <laughs> yeah. Oh, in the cutbacks, yeah, the flashbacks mm-hmm. for that thing were so dumb, yeah, you. Ch- it, I understand that there was a, a couple flashbacks from earlier films, which mm-hmm. are great. Yeah. You do not need a flashback of something you saw 17 minutes ago. Yeah. Or seven and a half minutes ago. We understand. <laughs> no one watching this movie is under the age of 18. <laughs> we can remember what happened 23 minutes ago. Yeah. You don't have to show us again. Um, And I didn't mind the last dance or whatever but it was another thing of just he had zero creative control over a thing that was supposed to be a event where he has total control and that's why everyone loves it yeah um yeah so i don't want to steal all the time because i have other (laughs) things but uh you guys got anything you guys want to talk about no i mean i think you're hitting the nail on the head i the last dance that he does with the water i mean i wish i knew anything about dance because i feel like that's an impressive thing that they did because it looked dope mm-hmm. as hell well and mm-hmm. he's i mean with the with the feats he's doing in terms of like picking her up and they are like slick because <laughs> yeah. it's water <laughs> yeah I, yeah so i wish i had a little bit more understanding to, to appreciate that more um my biggest problem um maybe not even biggest problem but the the biggest let down um 
which is also a plot hole, I think, uh, is when he does talk with the previous gang, and there's this big talk about how they loaned him money, I assume for his furniture business. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's this whole conversation about, I'll pay you guys back. Don't worry about it. And then they're like, no, man, like, we're cool. Like, if you can, great. If you can't, like, we invested in yeah, you. Yeah. And it it seemed like it was setting up to be this whole big thing, and there was zero payoff for it. Yeah. And the friends don't even really get mentioned for the rest of it. And he, like, hung up on them. Yeah. And then doesn't talk to them again. Right. I was like, that doesn't seem like him. Yeah. As well as with the dances. Um, I heard something. Oh, I kicked the table. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It sounded uh, like somebody <laughs> slammed a door. No, I, I kicked it. Oh, okay. We thought too. somebody just came into our house and slammed a door. And we're like, uh. No. Uh, yeah. And so, and I also didn't particularly. they So so because the, the old gang is not there, they brought in this new crew of dancers but we don't get any time with them. Yeah. It's just Channing Tatum, di- di- quote unquote, directing them. <laughs> um, but they never really have a shot to to let themselves shine, like how we get in the previous two. Like if you yes. say the word Tarzan, I'm going to remember the scenes that he was in. There was much less of an emphasis on the uh, supporting cast. Yeah. And this one, uh, other than like the supporting cast that we get is the butler and the daughter. Yeah. Which I liked Vic- Victor, I think. Oh, and I liked the, the daughter, too. Yeah. I, and, and I liked their, like, growing... Okay, well, I liked their <laughs> growing relationship. No, I don't... I didn't really like the daughter. That's why... That's what I'm saying. Okay. Go on. I was saying that I do like the daughter. I do like the relationship that was grown um, mm-hmm. between the mother and stuff. Um, and I thought they were both great, but I do think that they completely undercut... The supporting cast of the strippers. Yeah. And I they're just, not even strippers. What? I just took that as you're hiring people to be in this show. Of course, we're not going to really know anything about them because they're in mm. the show. The movie's not about them. They just auditioned. It was kind of, I like, I felt like I was one of the judges in the audition. Like, these guys got in and then, okay, you're here to do a job, do your job. That's what I took it as. I guess the, the reason that it's strange for me is because the previous two entries had such a big emphasis on them. Yeah. But like, if this is the last movie, you don't want to introduce 10, I don't know, yeah. however many dancers there and were I think 12 dancers. There, I think there were 12 and maybe that's the problem yeah. is the fact there were that too like, many. yeah. And so they're like, we can't put too much of an emphasis. Yeah. On, I mean, on I, them. I did like that. The girl had a little bit like, more of it. Yeah. We, we got to know her a little bit more, but, yeah, um, I do find it very comical and maybe, I don't know, racy. The fact that uh, the only black dancers they got were off the street and all of... I noticed that too! That's just weird. Yeah. I don't know if that's on accident, but, okay, but that's weird. Here's the thing that just uh, popped into my brain. Maybe there's like a thing in the dance world right now where like more white people I, are getting as far as i mean i am not somebody that's paris dance um you know <laughs> knowledgeable but i'm pretty sure there are a very significant amount of black dancers and high like high-end look dancing. i'm just trying to give them the benefit of the doubt but i definitely noticed that yes too. I, and like maybe it wasn't on purpose but there were three black characters they were all break dancing on the street yeah. like that's just weird yeah, it's just weird. To be fair, I think they get their own credits in the credits. Yeah, there's because they go through each dancer and then yeah. they label them. And there, mm-hmm. there is a there is a section for break dancers. Hmm. And so I don't know, but I was just yeah. saying that was definitely odd. Yeah, I was seeing them cast everyone. And I'm like, and also like, not all street dancers are black. Yeah, there are like everybody that's into dance just. Maybe all of the dancers the got to choose how they how they found out about that would this. be dope. Yeah, I would be. You know, I we don't know anything. I was just stating how weird it was. Yeah, yeah. it was a no. It was thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it was. yes, yes. It was. Um, but okay. I uh, my problem with the daughter. I liked. I did like seeing her. Whatever she wasn't as like rude as I thought she was going to be in the first interaction. Because after we first get introduced to her, I'm like, 
she's a jerk. Like, but you also you don't blame her much because you've met her mother. I kind of did. Oh, okay. <laughs> but her mother very much seemed like a self-centered person. Well, yeah, of course so she is. So, like, can I let me talk? So mm. they anyway that whole interaction I just wasn't a fan of. But then, like, I feel like the next time we see her, she's totally cool with Channing Tatum in the house, and they're like talking. And Channing Tatum fine. in the house. And then I think it. Okay. And I liked her progression throughout the movie. Okay. I thought that was good, but I just her her initial like was very into the movie. I was yeah, not a fan. Yeah, whereas the mother was <laughs> off putting the entire time for me. So okay, I that they do have a nice interaction that I enjoyed. Um, as far as like a realistic parent thing goes, it, that is involving her self centeredness and kind of the sassiness of the daughter. Uh, it's when it's after everything is supposedly done yeah. and her, and she goes she and locks her herself in the room. Yeah. I like that Victor says, he says something along the lines of like, if she doesn't get over this soon, you'll spend your entire childhood being parented from behind closed doors or something like that. And I, and I thought that was a very like real thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had something else. And I, it's, it's in my mind. Mm. Oh, I remember mm. this felt very much more like a step up movie than it did a, uh, mm. Than it did a magic mic. Movie. I can I can agree with that because it's more one on one versus. Yeah, and the idea of like a a, a stripper or a or a, a, a hip hop dancer with a ballerina, that's like the entire premise of Step Up One, <laughs> which is great. I love it. But. Yeah, yeah, but I and maybe that's why I feel like this this movie and maybe saying that this movie is not as good is maybe the wrong thing to say. Maybe it's just it. It's not the formula we've had so far. It's not as magic Mikey as you It's would not like. as magic Mikey. It's more mid Mikey. And I wanted the magic. I needed it. There was a unicorn. There I mean that was And he was the unicorn yeah, in many ways. That's a lot of magic. I know, but I needed more. They also didn't they call him Magic Mike mm-hmm. at one point? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, and Tristan, you were saying earlier. Or maybe it was the, I, somebody was saying mm-hmm. that he he's kind of taking a backseat to all these decisions, and he's, that was me, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is such a diversion from his character from the previous entries because he has been the uh, not so much the first one, but the second one, he is the one that's really making decisions and being like, why, why, like we need to do yeah. this and let's go and, here. And in the first one, isn't he like he's technically like the backseat to Matthew McConaughey, but that's yeah. the struggle. Yeah, he's like. He's kind of taking over the throne of Matt. Is that the right? Uh, wait, say that again. That Channing Tatum's kind of like in the background of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's, he's like, kind he's of like surpassing him. And that's why Matthew McConaughey's trying to sabotage him. And is well, that's why he's the bad guy. I don't remember that necessarily. I think he was the bad guy because he was selling drugs via Tobias and the, the kid. Oh, I didn't know he was selling drugs. I thought so. And then Magic Mike left because that was the way things were headed or something like that. I I thought he left because he didn't want to be told what to do anymore. Yeah. That might be it. Yeah. There was probably a drug aspect to it, but I thought I remembered that. Drugs. Well, that's that why he lost all his money was because he had to pay off. Yeah. The yeah. The stupid kid. I yeah. hated that kid. And he's not back, which I thought was interesting. But yeah. Anyway. Which is fine. Stay away. You're in <laughs> rehab probably. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, the one, so other than like that, that we agree on, mm-hmm. it sounds like, yeah. um, the other thing that really threw me off is, okay, so this is a high class kind of theater. Mm-hmm. Totally great. That's fine. High class theater. Dope. That they're turning into not necessarily a strip club, but a strip experience. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Strip show. Um, but for like, a like not necessarily like for a normal strip audience. Yeah. Um and they kind of incorporate they sell it as a normal rendition of whatever that play was that's mm-hmm. been playing yeah. there for 40 years. That yeah. that show Revolution. Yeah. And everybody that bought that ticket, first of all, they're not going to pay this is the last dance. This is the last show. I feel like you should be like this is a one-time only show that they would have sold this for a billion dollars, but like, mm. 
if it's the same show that if they think they're going to the same show they've seen a billion times over, they, nobody would pay extra amount, really. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a small one. The bigger one being everyone thinks they're going to see this show that they've seen a billion times, but maybe slightly different with a new crew yeah, or yeah. something. And instead, they get a complete strip show, and everyone's fully on board. I thought I thought that they had not sold tickets for the show. And they went and sold tickets for specifically that night. I, I believe they did, but I, I, it, it, I think on all the posters, it's it like said, yeah, just the same thing they had already done. Well, the tickets though had some different, like had some flair to them. Like it had a unicorn on it, and it looked like they had changed it up. But mm. regardless, yeah, everyone that showed up was on board. I did. There was a thing I like. Speaking of audience. Um, I, this is the first audience we've gotten where there are both men and women in the crowd. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was fun. And, and, it, and it wasn't like we're all here because we want to watch these dudes strip. It was just like, we're here for the show. Oh, can we talk about Edna? Yeah, she was great. Yeah, I thought she was a very, I thought that was a fun. And also that like them getting her on board uh-huh. wasn't like a sexy like seduction thing. It was just dudes dancing on a bus. It was and, a little sexy, and se- but but sure, not sure. not like legit penis in the Take face thrusting. Later yeah. she got that. Yeah, but <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, but I assume they found out something with birds. <laughs> yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, that just was like really weird. I'm like, so nobody in this crowd is upset that like. Yeah. They're seeing a bunch, and like the husbands aren't upset that their wives are just going nuts over seeing all yeah, these. Yeah, there was a time at the end of it, um, or like toward the end, whatever, it showed a table, and there was, I assumed, a man and wife, and the guy was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What? So I don't know. Like, it's fine, but also it was a little like, really? Is this real life? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to be cheering my, like, yeah. <laughs> if, if we're at a sh- sh- guy strip show and you're howling and just <laughs> so in love with it and screaming at all their bodies thrusting all over the place, I'm, I'm not going to be, like, over the top, over the moon, right. excited about it. Right. Like, that's fine if you find other people attractive. That's fine. But mm. if you're so in love with someone thrusting in your face i'm not gonna be so happy about that yeah and they were the husbands were all on board yeah and i do find it a little funny that it seemed like most of the guys that they zoomed in on were all definitely gay but wow i didn't get that vibe but that's what it is they definitely they brought off the like ooh, i'm i am interested enjoying this a little too much yes (laughs) that kind of vibe yeah yeah um, but also that, like that, that part would make sense that if yeah. you get an audience of women and gay men, oh yeah, they should mm-hmm. be all over this. But yeah. it wasn't that it was people just going to a show yeah. yeah, and that was not the show they were expecting and they were all on board anyways. So, yeah. you know, I think now that we've talked about this, I think had I not seen the previous two movies, I might've enjoyed this a little bit more, I think. Um, yeah, well, it's good to have context. It is good to have context because, I mean, this is a part of the magic of Mike Iverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that means that you saw two better movies. That's true. <laughs> I did. Been feeling things this weekend. Confirmed. Trevor. That's weird. Bye. <laughs> um, no, I think I watched these in college randomly. I think I watched the first one by myself because it was on, like, Netflix or something. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll watch a comedy. <laughs> And then I think Sh- I think Shelby was all over these movies, and it came out when we were in college. And I think we watched your XX- friend, yeah, XXL together. Um, and then yeah, this one that I watched with you. Yeah. Um. Well, you guys got anything Our else? Our second sexy movie we watched together. <laughs> no, we didn't, I watched this. One. I didn't watch Pleasure with you. Yeah, you did. No, I watched. Magic, I didn't watch Magic Mike with you. Mm. We watched the first half together. Oh, uh, well, okay. Sorry. Yeah. The Last Dance, we didn't watch together. That's true. Yes. <laughs> um, But also very different sexy movies. <laughs> yes. Very, very different. Uh, my hope for this franchise is that in 20 years, 
uh, we get a follow-up movie called, like, I don't know, uh, Glamorous, gl- I don't know, what's the male name that starts with G? Greg? Glamorous George or uh, something. Gabriel. Yeah, Glamorous Gabriel. There we go. I hope we get it, like, in 20 years, like Creed. <laughs> <laughs> like Magic Mike has to be like the coach for some new guy. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I think this is it. Hang up the Hang up the G string. I was yeah, I was about to say hang up the thong and just call it quits. You should you, you I'm not gonna say you should have done it after XXL, but you probably should have done it after XXL. <laughs> I tell you what but though, this for, is But it is fine. It for, is it is fine. It's it's fun and fine. For a trilogy spanning eleven years. Channing Tatum looks exactly the same <laughs> in every single movie. Do you guys want to know why? Please tell us, Tristan. Drugs. Plastic. <gasps> no. He wore plastic? No, he probably oh. gets Botox. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, guys. I didn't know if this was the 300 thing where they just spray painted six packs. <laughs> what? I uh, That was a famous thing about 300, the movie 300. Okay, they all said, to leave soon. Okay. They all said that they spray painted six packs on them. That's <laughs> so Okay. Not in these movies, baby. You can't find 300 people that have six packs? Come okay, on. Okay. Anyways, okay. Um. Okay, well, I guess just ratings. You guys got anything else? Do you want to talk about the ending really fast? But I was like, uh, I don't... We kind of saw about the non-spoilers. Yeah, just the, the main woman of the show is guiding you through, and she's kind of telling you how you should feel after each one. Um. Like somebody would dance, and, and she'd be like, was isn't don't you feel empowered don't you feel like you can have everything you want and i'm like i mean yeah i might feel that way but i don't need you to yes. yell it at my face after that so yeah i think I, I think that was part of my problem with like the this is a feminist movement but i've got to tell you along every way right that this is one yeah um and just how they used utilized the woman that was in the play before mm-hmm. um was Half the time's good and half the time's terrible. Yeah. Um, I think the end result was good, but just the way that they had to over-explain every piece of it yeah. and the way that, I don't know, maybe just her delivery that they forced her to make um, was a little much. If Magic Mike and his new lady don't have any money, how are they going to get back to the United States? My thing was like, did you not make any money on the show? Like, it's true. Who knows? Not me. Yeah. Also, that's all a rocky uh, plot whole thing of. Oh, like where the money is? <laughs> yeah, where the money is, the money between them as they're maybe getting a divorce, maybe not getting a divorce mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And yeah. yeah, all of that's muddy and stupid, but it works well enough for the plot to. It's all just supposed to be mirroring the play. The The play says the woman is deciding between love and money, and she's deciding between mon and lo- money and love. And yeah. it's just supposed to mirror that. It's a little <laughs> it's a little stupid, but whatever. It works. Whatever. She picks love. Like every woman in every romantic movie in the last thousand years. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Ratings. Two out of five. Um, three? I think three. I think I've set all of them at three. Maybe Magic Mike. I think Magic Mike for you is a four. Yeah. I think. Three and a half, maybe. I probably have them all around the two and a half to three range, and I think that's where I'm going to sit here. So, uh, Because they're still enjoyable. Yeah. If you're enjoyable, you are going to be above a two and a half. That's that's my rule. All you, you have them all rated at three, yeah. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll probably sit this one maybe at two and a half because I do like a little bit less. But mm-hmm. uh, like I've said before, two and a half is enjoyable, but not necessarily good. But I still like it. There you go. No movie I like will be under two and a half. Quantumania next week. Is that next week? Mm-hmm. I thought there was one in between. I know because I have to see it tomorrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, Ant-Man Quantumania, that is sitting at a 55% Rotten Tomato score. Only the second Rotten MCU MCU movie of all time. I think the other one is Eternals, so we will see. Um, We will talk about it tomorrow. That's a lie. We will talk about it next (laughs) episode. 
Um, that should come out on uh, Monday. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next Monday and have a great rest of your week. And go watch Ant-Man Quantumania if you dare, because we will be reviewing it. If you dare. Indeed. If you dare. Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. All right, to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.